You're listening to WAMTAS, the only podcast on the internet that takes comedy seriously. Thanks for listening to WAMTAS. Hello, my name is Waffles and you are listening to WAMTAT, the only show on the internet where we talk everything music, pop, rock, metal, funk, punk, whatever it is, you're listening to the music show. We hear, of course, we talk uh, to producers, musicians, artists choreographers, lyricists, whoever, right? If you're in the music biz, we want to sit down and interview you. And of course, you probably would have been spot with the, with the title already, but just I'm so excited to let you know that we managed to have a sit down with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Johnny Murder. I'm just going to let that sit there for a second, just... That's right, just exclusive interview with the famously private Johnny Murder, the the famous for having the most platinum records ever sold. In fact, once sold a record so hard, it went beyond platinum into uranium. That's right, the only artist on the planet ever to sell a record at uranium level the man is effectively radioactive when it comes to the music scene. And we somehow, no idea how we did it. Just mwah, thank you to the producers. Thank you to the rock gods. We managed to get a sit-down interview with Johnny Murder. But first, we got to do the music. So in the news, of course... Cthulhu, the uh, the old god himself, uh, is k- touring Europe. The Cthulhu tour. Now, Cthulhu only tours once every 3,000 years. This is known. Tickets sold out. Beyond sold out for the Cthulhu tour. But between us, right, we got a bit of a competition going. Five tickets. Five tickets to the Cthulhu concert available. If you ring in and you can tell us what's Johnny Murder's favourite colour, right? Ring on on the hotline. You tell us Johnny Murder's favourite colour, and and those tickets are yours, right? The most sought-after tickets in history, the Cthulhu tour, right? This isn't, of course, just a band called Cthulhu. And how many bands have been called Cthulhu throughout the ages? too many to count right no we are talking about the deep one himself the ancient dark god cthulhu is touring i mean oh right so that's the thing tour announcements for cthulhu we got five tickets ring in tell us what johnny murder's favorite color is they're yours of course in uh, in more news the beatles have reformed now you might be saying Hang on, two of them are dead. But with modern technology and modern necronomics, right, they're back from beyond the grave with their new grey album tour. Right? They've this is a thing. Whole new Beatles album. You you thought they'd done, they're gone. They broke up. Some of them died. But no, they're back. They've got a new album, the grey album. 
know this is the first you're hearing about it, of course, because this is this is the thing. Breaking news today. It was just announced, right? Paul McCartney comes out and says, hey, we're reforming the Beatles with the all original members. Apparently, he found like an ancient tome or something like that. Started reading it, didn't work. Started reading it backwards. That's the that's the trick, kids. If you want to bring your friends back, you got to read the Latin backwards. Everybody knows this, right? Boom, bada bing, bada boom. All praise to the Dark Lord. He's back. The Beatles are back, better than ever. We got a snippet. We'll be playing some of that music maybe at the end of the show. You know, the Beatles are back. Grey album. They'll be touring as well, so look out from the announcements of tour dates and venues and tickets and all that stuff for that. Yeah, we got Cthulhu touring, we got the Beatles back, and we got the interview coming up with Johnny Murder. Uh, but of course, to the the stock news, the NZX50 is not doing too well. Stocks are down 0.5%. People aren't worrying. It's just a bit of a slump this time of year. Uh, so if you do got stocks, uh, you know, whatever, uh, you know, Fonterra is is actually doing quite well. Profits are up. So their stocks have gone up by two points. So well done, Fonterra. So, you know, get that milk. Uh, and, and of course, uh, Ford Motor Company has completely collapsed, imploded. They don't exist anymore. So if you've got stock in Ford, it's useless. Uh, but that was the stock news. Uh, we're going to be cutting to an ad break. And then after the ad, we're coming at you head and hard. Hardcore journalism just for hardcore music with Johnny Frickin' Murder. Have you ever been walking through your house and thinks, hmm, this house smells quite bad? Try perfume. We are back, cutting now to our interview. No more delays. Johnny Murder. Johnny Murder, thank you so much for having us in your palatial estate to be honest a bit of a fanboy you're going to be you know gushing a bit so excuse that uh but first off right out the bat could you please in your own words because this has been speculation for years and we just want to clarify it right up top you once infamously ate a human being live on stage during your concert and then you just keep playing tell us tell us about that oh yeah, yeah thanks for thanks for coming it's a wonderful to have you here of course uh, i'm not quite sure why i haven't done more interviews uh but yeah you know it's uh when your producers and stuff reached out i was thinking oh yeah, yeah i could do an interview with them uh sounds a bit good you sounds a bit good uh so right yeah the time uh, i was uh, playing a song uh, just fan comes up on the stage, wants an interview. I'm like, dude, mate, uh, do the interviews, uh, you know, do their little signing of the autographs and whatnot afterwards. Uh, you know, if you've got a VIP ticket or whatever, you can come back into the old, uh, you know, shagging wagon at the back and whatever. But yeah, you know, uh, it was just one of those things. So this uh, fan goes somehow slip past security. They're all fired. Uh, but, but, you know, he comes up on stage, wants to start singing a set with me. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, uh, you know, whatever, you know, part of the show, you know, you got the adrenaline going, music's pumping, you're just really in the zone, you're feeling it, you, you know, you're all good, everything's all working, right? 
Uh, and of course, the the song comes up, uh, Cannibalize Me. Uh, one of my lesser-known hits, but you know, the real fans know. You know, the big cannibal heads, they're all uh, all over it, right? Uh, and we're singing Cannibalize Me, and we get to, you know, just that, you know, five minutes uh, just drum solo in the middle, which actually, uh, you know, when it first started off, it was only like a 30-second drum solo, but, you know, the drummer you got to give them his dues. It's the only time we ever actually use drums. I'm not quite sure why you have them there. It's the only song I actually have drums on. Uh, but, you know, he's there. He's uh, going off uh, going off with, uh, with a, you know, five-minute drum solo. And I'm just sitting there sort of having a, a nice cup of tea as I do, which is what the solo is actually really, really good for. You know, just to sit down, a bit of a breather, have a nice cup of tea between breaks. Uh, you know, and the, the fan, he's still there. I'm like, oh, you're still here, right? And he's like just really into it. Uh, you know, he's, he's got the devil horns up and all that sort of stuff. And he's just rocking out to this drum solo. And I'm thinking, this song uh, is called Cannibalize Me. Uh, you know, and the crowd, they're really feeling it. You know, especially when I'm just drinking this beautiful, this lovely uh, Darjeeling, uh, you know, you know, jasmine tea. It really hits the spot, you know, especially with the vocals, you know, you got, you know, ripping the vocal, you know, chords out and all that sort of stuff. Beautiful and lovely cup of tea helps soothe. That really gets you going for the second half of the whole show, right? And he's there and he's, you know, just, uh, you know, really just rocking out, you know, rocking out is really hard. And then, of course, the chorus comes back in. Everybody knows the chorus is, is just me screaming, eat me, eat me, eat me, eat me, eat me. And, uh, you know, I'm like thinking, I'm, I haven't finished this cup of tea. I'm going to, I'm going to hand it over to the kid, hand it over to the fan. He can start doing the chorus, right? And so I'm sitting there doing the cup of tea. Drum soloist, uh, you, you know, is about to be, uh, taken up back and shot as I do every, every show. It's, it's, it's tradition at, at this point, ever since I accidentally shot my drummer back in the sixties. Uh, but you know, whatever, that's an old story. Uh, you, you know, but he's there. He's just finished his set. He's actually sweat pouring off him. Security guards come up on stage, take the drummer out back because we're not going to need him anymore, right? I'm thinking, you know, the song is not my, not my biggest hit anymore. Everybody, you know, knows it and, and whatever. It's not really surprising anymore to shoot the drummer live on stage but whatever it's tradition at this point it's a drummer taken out back bang he's gone chorus kicks in the guitars come on the you know the flautist is doing this beautiful work with the flute as as it does the trombonist is just playing that little heart out it's it's amazing great stuff of course the fan knows the lyrics he's going off eat me eat me eat me eat me eat me and i'm thinking you know i've just finished my nice cup of tea i'm i'm hungry i'm i got a bit of bit of the old uh, grumbly tummy stomach's feeling feeling a bit empty you realize they haven't actually had any food since breakfast and this is you know a night show as as you do uh and i'm thinking you know you know what this guy's practically begging for it and so i unhinge my jaw and take a, a bite out of him and he goes nuts for it right he you see the look of just pure joy in his face the crowd they are loving it they start of course going off eat me eat me eat me eat me as you do as the song is is implying right and i just think fuck it fuck it i'm gonna eat a fan live on stage in the middle of piccadilly so i do right the rest of the band they don't seem to care they're just playing the sheet music as they do drummer flies starting to attract him uh you, you know but this fan is there finally uh, you know uh, half an hour later finish eating him song winds down give a burp uh you know you could hear a pin drop as the audience just sort of realize what just happened uh and uh you know then we of course wheel the harp on on stage uh for devil with angel wings 
and uh, you know the harpist starts stringing a chord. Whole crowd goes ballistic, and we continue with the show. I I don't think it's a big deal. I just think it's it's part of the show. It's part of the entertainment. People they come to my concerts uh, not so much for the music as it were, because honestly, I'm going to tell you this straight from the throat, right, straight from the heart. My music's subpar. I don't I don't think I'm actually that good of a musician, right? What I'll what I'll do is I'll I'll, I'll read the back of cereal boxes. I'll be having my breakfast, and there'll be the cereal box right in front of me, and and I think. I thinks to myself, right, I'm I'm bored eating this breakfast. I'm going to read the cereal box, as you do. So you're reading the cereal box, and you're thinking, this this would make good lyrics uh, for a song. Uh, and then, you know, I'll, I'll write down uh, what, whatever's on the cereal box and turn it into lyrics. And honestly, that's where 99% of my songs come from. The other 1%, fans will write me in letters, uh, and, and they'll be like, oh, here's some lyrics for a song you could use. And I'm like, all right. I'll, I'll do that. Uh, you know, I'll be playing around, tooling around in the garage as 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 you do. Uh, with with the band, they'll start to playing some music, and I'll I'll uh, you know uh, write you know write some lyrics based off the lyrics that uh, the fans send in, and we'll just play around with that. And that's honestly where my music comes from. Uh, and so you know that's just how it is. But you know that was, that was the time uh, that I ate a fan live on stage, and uh, and to be honest. Uh, what it has done, I think this is quite good, uh, is, is A, it's deterred anybody from applying to be my new drummer, I'll tell you that much. So, you know, that whole song, completely taken out and haven't used drums since. So that was good. Don't believe in drums. I think uh, percussion is a bit overrated. Uh, honestly, I think all these musicians apply, you know, really, really relying on the drums to keep to keep the music in time. Right? I, I think they're a bit overrated. I think, honestly, just we, music could do without drums. And I know that's a controversial opinion. Right? And I know I've gotten in trouble before that, you know, oh, Johnny Murder doesn't like drums. Whatever. That's going to be the headlines. That's going to be the whatever. I don't care. That's my stance. Right? That's my musical stance. Everybody asks me, what's my most controversial musical opinions? I don't think drums should exist. Right? I think we should just do away with them. I think they're old. I think they're outdated. I think if you really want to be modernizing music, right, if we really want to be modernizing music, we should go back to reeds, right? The ancient Egyptians, a lot of their music based off reeds, I think we should go back. If we really want to modernize music, we should look at what the ancient Egyptians were doing because, honestly, ancient Egyptian music slapped hard, right? In my song Time Machine, right, you go back. They're actually based off a true story. I tell a lie, right? Well, most of my songs written off cereal boxes and fan letters. The one song I actually ever did write based on my own experience this life where this guy showed up to my house. He was like, help, I've been shot. I need to get my time machine so I can go back in time and stop being shot, right? He had drumsticks for some reason. It was weird, uh, you know, but he's there. He's driving a DeLorean. Behind the DeLorean is this weird-looking uh, phone box thing, and then behind that is a box that has the word time machine on it, right? So get in the time machine box, type in just a random code, don't even know where I'm going, end up in ancient Egypt, and starting to listen, and I'll tell you what, it's one of those, it's just a shame that hieroglyphics just, they do not... They do not encapsulate ancient Egyptian music, I think, the way that people would appreciate. I think if people can get your own, this is a thing, right? Get your own time machine, go back in time to ancient Egypt, listen to their music, right? Especially what they were doing with a reed, right? You get a reed, and honestly, we think reeds boring. They're just plants growing rivers, you know, insects and whatever live on them. Honestly, reed-based music needs to needs to have a comeback because honestly, that is some of the best music I've ever listened to. Ancient Egypt reed-based music. That's why my whole new album, 
just called read is is just like quite simply just going to be nothing but uh you know three hours of pure read sounds and it's going to go right into your soul it's going to cut through all of the mess all of the tragedy all of the guilt anything anything in your life you don't want to be messing with you know that that read music the sound of reads will just go like cut right through the soul cut out all of the crap and just honestly it's refreshing it's refining it'll 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 bring you to your core of who you are as as a person as a human being and just as as a cosmic entity living in the universe right reads man i'm telling you that's the next big thing in reads musical hot takes get rid of the drums don't need them anymore replace them with reeds get a readist in every band just elevate music to that next level right because for music right we we're about here right we're about here you're so 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 it's whatever music is what it is it's fine people listen to it they you know do a bit of dance do a bit of a jig whatever it's fine right but we start incorporating reeds into music and it lifts it up to here you see on my hands down here that's where music is right now, and I'm lifting my hand up, I'm elevating my hand, just like reeds elevate music, right? And I'm not talking about putting in a reed in an elevator, although that's that just gave me an idea for a new song. Write this down, right? Yep, yep, write this down, read in an elevator, right? Yep, that's, yep, that's, i got to start, this is the thing, whole new album concept, whole, a whole album recorded in an elevator, somehow, need to make a musical venue this is a thing right get the concert halls get you know get the whole venues get a stadium somehow i need to figure out how to fit a stadium on an elevator that's that's the thing it's a metaphor right but got to get a metaphor come to life get the whole album whole album recorded in an elevator whole concert in an elevator somehow that's the thing. That's I'm not quite sure how to figure out. We'll get the we'll get the nerds to do it, right? But that that's what they're going to be doing is somehow figuring elevator tour. That's right. Johnny Murder 2025 elevator tour. Nothing but five hours of pure read song. That's that's the never that's the next level of music right there. You heard it first from me, Johnny Murder. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that insight. Uh, that's that I'm I'm sure our listeners are going to be so just absolutely fascinated like I'm blown away honestly by that level of insight that you have into not only music but into like human psyche as well uh, we like you, you you talked a bit about like where your ideas for songs and stuff come from but your origin as an artist like that's always been a mystery you kind of just showed up on the scene one day and like were big but nobody knows where you were trained you've never really talked about that you've never really talked about your musical background so if you could just give us a bit of a like what was the early life of the young johnny murder look like like where did where did this passion for music come from who taught you your musical like just could you could you give us a bit of a a, a bit of a sense of what a young Johnny Murder looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So, right, right, that's the thing, right, is that a lot of people don't know this about me, right, is that when when I was born, I was a baby. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people, they just somehow assume that I was always a grown a grown adult. Uh, but no, that's actually a misconception. Um, I was a baby when I was first born. Uh, came out, came out uh, of my mum. Uh, and the doctor was just like, it, it's a boy, and then I started screaming, 
uh, and apparently, like this is a story. Uh, what it goes is 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 that there was like a radio on in the operation room, and like there was this like musical background going, and my screaming was in perfect uh, musical pitch, uh, and apparently I was screaming in tune with whatever the song was playing in the in, in the birthing suite, uh, and so like from that moment, right when I was when I was born, apparently I came out singing. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, that's the story, right? Uh, I don't know how true that is, even though there is uh, video footage of it. Uh, that for some reason, uh, every time my parents are coming over for uh, you know tea and crumpets, uh, they insist on playing it. I was like, "Oi, Johnny, sit down. We're going to be playing the, the, the birth." And I'm like, "Oh God, that's so embarrassing." Right, but parents, am I right? Yeah. So the thing is, is like right, right from the get go, right from the soul. Uh, that I was I was already embedded in in music, right? They they say that uh, music was in my DNA, and it could have just been that both my parents, uh, you know, were uh, now they're going to hate me for saying this, but whatever, I don't care, uh, right? Both of them were operatives for the CIA, going through uh, the MK Ultra program. Somehow, uh, what they were trying to do, they were trying to uh, get get a, a a normal soldier and turn them into a sound wave. Uh, so that they could transport troops via the radio. Uh, and so the idea would be is that you'd be on one end of the battlefield and they'd set up a microphone and then you'd turn yourself into a sound wave, travel through the microphone to a speaker that's been set up somewhere else and the and that's transportation via sound. Uh, didn't really work out that well, but what it did somehow was uh, turned both my parents' DNA half into sound and so they didn't turn them into sound, they just turned the DNA into sound waves. And so I'm actually one quarter sound, just pure sound waves. Uh, Johnny Murder, one quarter sound. Right, that's when I say that, right, that's the thing. It's like when that's on the posters, when that's on the albums, uh, you, you know, that run I had for politics a couple of years back, where that was my slogan, was just like one quarter sound. A lot of people thought that that was just me, uh, you know, trying to big myself up, trying to trying to be the big man on campus, being like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm all sound, baby." Uh, but no, it's actually one quarter of my physical being is not actually physical; it's it's audible, uh, you, you know. And so, like, that's the thing is that I'm I'm almost like a living sound wave, but not in the way that the MK Ultra program. I would actually want me to be because I've tried. I've tried telling myself, teleporting myself through the microphone as I'm doing right now, right? The microphone in front of me, and you can see me. I'm really focusing on it, right? I'm just, I'm steering it down. I'm challenging this microphone. Uh, but no, it's, it's not going to teleport me anywhere, right? Although what it will do, and this is the thing a lot of people don't know, right? Is that what it'll do is capture my voice. Is that when I'm speaking, right? I'm speaking into this microphone, I'm getting real close and be like, hey, Hey, Mr. Microphone, what year, right, you, right now, little, little microphone, little, 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 little guy. I want you to take the words that I'm saying, and I want you to send them out to whoever is listening to this. Yeah, right, yeah, mm -hmm. I know, I know, I know, I know, right, if you don't do that, I'm going to beat the crab out of you. Right, you know I'll do it. You know I'll I'll bloody well do it, right? Because I've done it before, and I'll do it again, right? If I hear people, and they're like, Hey, Johnny Murder, I was listening to your interview, and I couldn't bloody hear you. 
I'm going to come and find you, and I'm going to beat the crap out of you. So that's right. That's the thing. See, what you got to do is you got to show dominance over the microphone. A lot of people don't know this, right? Is they'll just sit there and think you got to make friends with the microphone. That the microphone is is going to just be a machine that'll do your work. No, what you got to do is you got to dominate it. It's just like I dominate music, right? You got to dominate the microphone. Like when I'm there on stage and I'm singing and I'm I'm in the recording albums and I'm doing all this sort of stuff. What I'm doing is I'm constantly dominating the microphone so that the microphone is scared of me and so that it'll it'll produce the best quality audio of my is why my albums sound so crisp and pure not because of any of the sound tech or anything like that it's because the microphones are too scared to make me feel bad right because if i listen back to myself and i don't if i don't sound good it makes me feel not good and if i feel not good then a microphone's going to get it right somewhere out there the microphones know and the speakers too right because they're in on this as well right instead of a speaker the speaker's like, oh, I'm going to mess with Johnny Murder. Then, you know, I'm going to come out there and I'm going to me them, right? Me as in I'm going to Johnny them. I'm going to Johnny them so hard that they, they they won't be a speaker. They'll be a gargler, right? Get get it? Because, like, instead of, like, it, it's, a, it's a threat to all the speakers out there. And I'm not talking about, like, the speakers of the house, like, Parliament. Like, oh, Mr. Speaker, whatever. No, like, although... They better know what's good for them, bloody tax reforms. I'm a bloody billionaire, and I'm hardly paying anything in taxes, and I don't think that's fair on the working class. I don't think that's fair on the common man, and I'm going to be coming. This is why I'm, of course, announcing my uh, bid for Parliament. Vote Johnny, or I'll come into your house, and I'll beat up your speakers. Right? That's, That's my policy, right? Equitable taxes and beating the crap out of speakers and no drummers. Right. If I'm in politics, first act, tax reform. Right. Because we're just beyond bloody due for that. Second act, getting rid of drummers, making drummers illegal. Anybody even hits anything with a stick, I'm coming for you. Send the bloody popo round. They'll come and arrest you, put you in jail. Right. No sticks. Break your kneecaps. Right. If you're a drummer out there, you better. Ooh, you. Ooh. Yeah, so I think that'll answer the question. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny Murder. I can die a happy man that I got to sit down and interview Johnny Bloody Murder. Right, you heard the man. Get out there. Vote Murder 2025. Ah, just so good. So good. Uh, Anything, anything, Johnny Murder, that you want to leave the fans with? Anything uh, that you just, just send off the final thoughts? Uh, what's you know projects you're working on things you want to let people know about uh this is this is the the time of the show uh which i'll i'll give you to you know say your piece all right if i'm going to sending out last thought right if you're listening to this reads thank you johnny murder pew, pew, pew. all right so that was our interview with johnny murder just honestly the the presence he has on stage it it carries right if you ever get if you ever get the the opportunity to interview him take it right this is the thing after the interview sat down had a nice cup of tea a few ginger nuts and uh he uh, he was telling me that uh he's surprised that a lot more people don't ask for interviews uh because he would happily give them it, it, there's just this sort of weird perception 
that if you come to his house, he'll he'll murder you. But actually, lovely gentleman, beautiful garden. He is just a thing for herbs. You wouldn't you wouldn't think it, but the man can grow the shit out of basil. Honestly, he he made us this sort of beautiful, uh, rich tomato soup for dinner with fresh basil from his garden, and mm, honestly, it was to die for. So the man knows his herbs. So if you're like a gardener. If uh, interior design, honestly, the murder manor, stunningly beautiful. Just honestly, the thing that that man can do with curtains, you wouldn't, you wouldn't fucking believe, right? So if your interior design, anything like that, whatever, like you don't have to have to be music based. We just asked him about his music. If you, just honestly, ask the man for an interview. He's the loveliest man on the planet. He'll happily do you more interviews. But yeah, that was the thing. Just honestly, I can die a happy man. And I probably will because he shot me. Uh, that's that's the only thing. Uh, is that if you interview him, it'll probably be the last thing you ever do. So uh, this is uh, me, Waffles, signing off. Saying vote murder 2025. And of course, a huge shout out to the supporters of the show. Uh, love each and every one of you. So a massive thank you to Brad from the Fate of Ison podcast. Dude, you rock. Jason Drake, you're awesome. Violet, you are a just beautiful human being. Rick from Jeff and Rick Present. Man, just kudos to you. Samsara, honestly, I would give you 10 thumbs up if I could. And Michelle Gersh, just, you're a bloody legend. Uh, all of you, you're just fantastically wonderful human beings, and I hope you have a good day. Uh,